the primary purpose of a deacon is to enable the ministers, the pastor, to concentrate on the ministry of the word. Welcome to the Strength in Truth podcast. What is a deacon and why do churches have them? Listen on to the Bible study given at South Chard Strict Baptist Chapel, England on Sunday the 12th of November 2023. Last week we looked more generally at the Church of God and what it is and what its purpose is. But this week I want to look specifically at the role of a deacon, the office of deacon. So where does the role of deacon come from? Now we've just been reading of the the first deacons that were appointed in Acts chapter 6, but it's worth us going back a few chapters to, to really understand how this came about. So in Acts chapter 1, after the ascension of Jesus, so after Jesus ascended up into heaven, the followers of Jesus are, there's about 120 of them and they're gathered together in an upper room and they're gathered there with the, there's the 11 apostles and they choose someone to replace Judas Iscariot so that they're, they're back to 12 apostles. And then the day of Pentecost comes in chapter 2 and that's when the Holy Spirit was poured out on the followers of Jesus and they begin to speak in different languages, languages that, not their own languages, but they, they're filled with the Holy Ghost and it says in chapter 2, begin to speak with other tongues. And people in Jerusalem hear about this amazing thing and so they come to see what it's all about and there's a whole multitude of people from Jerusalem they they come and Peter stands up with the other disciples and Peter preaches and he preaches to them about Jesus and how the people there the Jews how they had crucified Jesus how they had wanted him to be put to death and Many people there are pricked in their conscience and they say, what must we do? Men and brethren, what shall we do? And then Peter tells them, repent. And if you remember from last week, there are 3,000 people that are baptised. And so there's an extra 3,000 people added to the church. And uh, we look into, as we look into chapter 4, we can see that the people sold their, the people that had lands, they sold them and they gave the money to the apostles and the people in the church, they gave their money to the apostles and then the apostles 
distributed it to the poor in the church. So we've got to remember that we've now got a church of over 3,000 people and uh, there wasn't any NHS like we have here or, or any benefits. The apostles collected the money that was given to them and then they distributed it to the people that were poor. But then as we get into Acts 6 and at verse 1, so the, the church is, we, we read earlier that the, the church was growing and so it kept growing. And in, in Acts chapter 6 and verse 1, it says that there was a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Now the Grecians were uh, Greek-speaking Jews and it seems that the widows weren't getting, they weren't getting the money or food that they needed. There was food getting distributed to widows and people that were poor, but the Grecian widows were getting neglected. They weren't getting the food that they, were, they needed. And so they come to the, the apostles and they tell them this. And uh, the apostles call together the disciples. Now, by disciples, it means the followers of Jesus. So they call together the, the, the people in the church. They call together the, the followers of Jesus. So in effect, they, they call together a, a church meeting of the church. They get a multitude of them together and uh, they tell them to, to choose seven men to do the work of, so they call it here, serving tables, to take the responsibility from the apostles of providing the poor with food and with what they have need of. And, and the apostles say, it is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. So the apostles, they were, before this point, they were preaching and that was their primary role was to preach the gospel and to spread the gospel but they were also having to they were the money was getting laid at their feet and they were having to manage it being distributed and here we can see that it wasn't it was too much for them to do and they they say that we shouldn't be neglecting preaching to be distributing the things that the poor people need. And so they say to the Christians there, they say, look ye out among you seven men, choose seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the saying pleased the whole multitude and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip, and Prochorus, and Nicanor, and Timon, and Parmenas, and Nicholas. So they choose these seven men, and that to take the burden off them, off the apostles, for distributing the, what was needed for the, the poor Christians in the church. So 
we can see here that the, the primary purpose of a deacon is to, is to enable the ministers, the pastor, to concentrate on the ministry of the word. In 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 28, they, they are described as helps. The pastor, the minister of a church is primarily to be focused on the spiritual aspects, the spiritual welfare of the church, but the deacons are to take away the burden of the non-spiritual things um, from the minister. So in this case, it was distributing the looking after the collections that they received and making sure they were distributed to the right people. So serving tables also applies to the Lord's Supper. It's also the, the deacon's role to um, make sure that the bread and the wine are there and make the necessary arrangements for the Lord's Supper. And really all the, the practical things that need to be done and really to be a, a help to the church, the people in the church and pastor or minister. And if we look at, just briefly, at 1 Timothy 3, here Paul writing to Timothy, he, he lists the characteristics that a person should have, both if they are to be a, a what is here called a bishop, but we can say that that's the same as an elder or a minister or a pastor. And then later on, he lists the characteristics that a, a deacon should have. In verse 8, likewise must the deacons be grave. So grave means serious. Uh, not double-tongued, not given to much wine, not greedy of filthy lucre. The fil filthy lucre is um, getting money or gain through in unlawful ways. So not greedy of filthy lucre, holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience. And let them also first be proved and let them use the office of a deacon being found blameless. And if they're married, it even says how their wives should be. Even so must their wives be grave, not slanderers, sober, faithful in all things. And let the deacons be husbands of one wife, ruling their children and their houses well. So it doesn't say here that they should be rich or they should be educated or any of the things that maybe we might, if we were gonna create our own list, we might put down. Thanks for joining us today. Look out for the next episode soon. And remember to subscribe, like or follow the podcast 
to get notified each time a new episode is uploaded. And if you're enjoying the podcast, then consider sharing it with your family and friends. That's all for this episode. So until next time, goodbye.